Welcome to the New York Now podcast, a modern wholesale market for retailers and specialty buyers seeking diversity and discovery. Gathering twice a year in America's design capital, New York City, it's where buyers and designers unearth a refreshed and dedicated collection of eclectic lifestyle products. Hi, I'm Dondra Glover, podcast host and senior producer for New York Now, and welcome to another episode of Journeys and Narratives in Global Handmade. Today, we welcome Stephanie Fleur, celebrity makeup artist, journalist, and founder of Around the World Beauty. A celebrity makeup artist discovering beauty through a global lens. Stephanie has worked with some of the most influential celebrities out there, from Mariah Carey to Sting, Dasha Polanco, Santana, and more. She has traveled to over 35 countries on her quest to diversify the beauty conversation. Around the World Beauty is an indie beauty brand, boutique travel company where she guides women around the globe on exclusive beauty field trips to celebrate the cultural source of modern day beauty rituals. Stephanie has been featured in Forbes, Oprah, Yahoo, Refinery29, Marie Claire, Vogue, and InStyle, and more. She has been named Latina Magazine's Young and Inspiring Ones to Watch, Beauty Vanguard, and Marie Claire featured her as Making Her Mark. Join me in welcoming Stephanie Floor to our New York Now podcast. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, thank you for having me. Oh, it, I am delighted to have you here with us. This conversation has been a long time coming. So today is a perfect day. Stephanie, I'd love to uh, kick things off with your career path in the beginning. I, I, I feel like you're in the moment of what I find to be an incredibly accomplished uh, moment in an actively evolving journey. Can you share a bit about that path uh, with our audience and founding Around the World Beauty? Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for asking. This is this is a journey and that's my favorite part of it, right? And if I cry, you know, ignore the leap, but <laughs> it's because it's it's a passion. It's something that drives me forward every day. It gives me purpose in this life. And so I come from the beauty industry. I've been working in the beauty industry since I was 14 years old. I've never wow. wanted to do anything else. I wanted to be a makeup artist and I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Those were like two words that maybe my mom said when I was little. I don't know. Yeah. They have been in my soul forever. It was like a calling for me. So the minute I turned 18, I literally went to Estee Lauder. I got a job at a counter and I just started going up in the rank in regards to beauty. I became a celebrity makeup artist. I started working with some of the biggest celebrities, jet setting, also with some of the biggest beauty brands as an ambassador for Latina beauty. Wow. But I felt that in this realm of beauty, there was something very interesting that I would work with some of the most powerful women in the world. as well as the most humblest. And the difference was that women could not see beauty in themselves. They, they were accomplished, they were successful, or maybe they had nothing, but yet they still had the same beauty conversation. And I had it too. Here I was representing beauty brands and being a spokesperson, but I did not know what my beauty meant. And so Mm -hmm. I, I really sat with myself and I said, you know, what is this thing that I feel? I don't feel Latina enough. I don't feel American enough. Yeah, I want to explore that. So I decided that I would go to South America, Central America, where my family's from and learn about my beauty yeah. culture. And that's where that whole uh, started. It was this idea that if I knew where I come from, maybe I would be more confident in sharing my story. And wow. the issue was that once I started traveling, it was like yeah. the travel bug hit me. I just wanted yeah. to 
going. And then I went to India and then I went to Asia and then I went to Thailand and to Africa. And it was next thing you know, 35 countries later, I am a global citizen of the world. Beauty is everything. Beauty radiates. Beauty is not even on the surface. It's so much more deeper than that. And exactly. Through that experience, I started Around the World Beauty, which started really as a travel blog. It was a beauty and travel blog where I was sharing my journeys around the world, uh, discovering beauty at the source is what I call it. And then women started emailing me like, we want to go with you. We see what you're doing. Because I was, you know, I was pretty big in the beauty industry. So people were following and they were like, we want to go. You know, we work as makeup artists, but we're much deeper than that. You know, there's more to that. And so I started bringing women. And I started a travel company called Around the World Beauty Journeys. We went to Morocco. We went to India. Now, I have no experience in that, in building tours. Yes. It's the hardest thing I've ever done. But the most powerful thing that I could have ever imagined I would do with my life. Because to see women feel connected to something else but their own culture, to see the beauty of someone else, that was what the goal was. Um, and since then COVID happened and we couldn't quite travel anymore. Right. So I leaned into what I know best, which is beauty products. So we discovered a beauty brand through COVID that's inspired by the different destinations that we go to. And right now we are rebranding and bringing this conversation forward because beauty is on a global scale and there is not one product that's going to give you the fountain of youth we're all looking for. It's in experiences. It's about knowing one another. That's where beauty lies. So for me, that's all around the world beauty, you know, through those like years, yes. I was a journalist covering beauty trends for bridal magazines. I was the beauty director of a travel magazine for beauty. The beauty is always there. The travel has evolved. I will say I, this, you know, you're in hearing your story. It really sets the foundation for everything that you're doing at all. I see the dots uh, and where they've connected and around the world beauty makes so much sense in how you've created it. I know that you traveled again, as you mentioned, to 35 different countries. You've worked with Mariah Carey, uh, Sting. I mean, the celebrity uh, roster is just incredible. Uh, You know, I want to throw this question out before we move to the next one, is that why do you think uh, women uh, are so apprehensive and acknowledging their beauty or finding themselves to be beautiful beings. Uh, Do you think it's more of a societal sort of pressure um, that put on women to be perfect? Uh, Has that been a part of it for you or? Absolutely. You know, we, you know, I went to school for advertising and marketing. And the reason I went to school for marketing was because I was always curious on how brands connect to us, you know, because the yeah. thing we need anything is very much of an illusion. And it's the same thing with beauty, right? Beauty is marketed in a way where we're not good enough. It's part of our daily conversations to have negative talk about our bodies, our hair, our makeup, comparisons, right? And for me, it's it's a dismantling of that conversation because it's not our fault that we don't know who we are. We are being told who we are without trying to discover who we are. Yeah. Discovery becomes a moment where you decide to choose. I want to go deeper within myself. And that's when you stop wearing the makeup. You stop buying products that don't have a social impact because you know that you matter as one person in this planet. And it's not our fault that we don't know this from day one, because I think we do know this from day one, but somehow throughout our growth, it's told that you're not Latina enough. You're not skinny enough. You're not beautiful enough. But beauty is an energy, right? Absolutely. And it's around us. So totally we, agree with it. 
break down those barriers, mm -hmm. we can enter into the space where we take ownership of how powerful we are as mm -hmm. women, as beautiful, and most importantly, how we uplift one another as women. So I, that's what well I- Well said, well said. I, I couldn't agree more. I'd love to, to ask, you know, with your being a travel beauty company um, and, you know, beauty products are they're everywhere. I mean, beauty and wellness, I'm, I'm really excited that it has evolved uh, into a wellness point and people are uh, digging uh, deeper uh, for beauty and wellness products and also those experiences. For you, what inspires a journey to a beauty destination for you? For me, it's the, un, it's the offbeaten path, right? It's the idea that it's a little bit unknown, but that there's still beauty at the source. So when I started around the world beauty, and even when I started traveling, I would take some of my favorite brands like the body shop, like origins, like ABC kitchen in their wellness space. And I would work backwards. I would say, where are these people getting these ingredients from? Because I want to go to the source of that. I want to go to the Amazon where people are getting their clay. I want to go to Mexico where people are getting their copal. So for me, a beauty destination is a place where all these rituals and traditions are still very much alive. I love that. I love that. In those travels, um, how did unraveling and demystifying global beauty change the way you define beauty and the wellness messaging to your audience? So when I first started, of course, all I know is beauty products. As someone who works in the beauty industry representing brands, I knew that beauty products were the way that women understood beauty. But the more yeah. that I traveled, it was, I mean, talk about my first trip to Latin America, <sighs> yelling at a top of a mountain in Ecuador where my family's from, but yet I have no connection. And it was, it was a reality check to know that beauty isn't a product. It's an energy. It's an experience. Exactly. It's an awakening of self. And so I feel that that really is like what I look for when I go on my global beauty journeys is, can I shift my way of being completely to build trust um, and being the other as well? I, I always talk about this time in Asia where I was alone because I was backpacking alone and I was in Tokyo. I arrived. We all know Tokyo is like full of like lights and people, but yeah. I was the other for the first time. I, no one knew my language. No one. I did not look like everyone. And for the first time I felt fear, but wow. through that fear, I had to lean into trust. And I feel that that was the beginning of the beauty, like unlocking for me. It was like, this is how we all feel around the world. We, we, you know, America is a melting pot and that's what I love about it. But many Absolutely. Times, there is more that we don't know because we don't see that someone is different or someone has different perceptions or traditions. We just think that it's just us, but there's a whole world out there. Absolutely. That's where I started appreciating not just my beauty, but everyone's beauty around me. Yeah. I, I feel like it's, you know, when you allow yourself to experience um, humanity uh, in its fullest form, connecting, uh, whether you're traveling, introducing yourself to new people, new cultures, and, and really opening the lens. Um, it just, it's, it's groundbreaking. It's so, uh, it, it changes your entire perspective. And especially if you have not been able to ground yourself in what that represents to you. Um, I've always felt part of a much larger um, humanity and society. And I think that it's just so refreshing that we're having more people 
uh, define it that way. And this is what your journeys um, are doing uh, for audiences. And, and this is where people are so excited. Like, I want to go. And, and I, I'm not, when I see your post and where you're going next, I'm like, you make me want to pack and go to. So I, I totally understand uh, why uh, this has inspired uh, so many people. How do you, you know, why do you feel that your global beauty voice has resonated so deeply uh, with your audience and, and them getting excited about taking these journeys with you? I would say primarily because our audience is mostly people who work in the beauty industry, people who love beauty. But the more that I've done my business, it's people who live in artisanal surroundings, they live in art. Maybe they were at, um, we like to call them expats for a little bit. Maybe they studied abroad. They've always had this tinkling since being young, because we were, a lot of us were raised in America and and there's moments where you look around and you're like, I'm the only one that looks like me. There's Irish, there's Italians. And I tell you that, I cried the minute I landed in Italy. Like I cried more than I cried when I landed in my own country. Well, it's so beautiful there. Oh my God. (laughs) But I grew up with Italians. And so I feel that people resonate with the message of global beauty because we all know one another. We know that we're curious, but we don't want to ask, right? We're like, we want to know like, Hey, what do you do for your weddings? But we don't want to be culture appropriate or we're scared. You know, we're just viewers from afar. With what we do, we bring you into the conversation. We're breaking down those walls. We're saying, hey, like the more that you know, the more that you can appreciate our beauty. So I feel like that resonates because whether you're from Ohio, New York, LA, or Tanzania, we're curious to know more. And we're curious to know more about our beauty and someone else's. And the world, it's not just one way. So I think that's why it's really resonated because there's curiosity naturally in all of us. I'd love to to move the conversation forward to talk about what customers uh, can find and experience at All Around Beauty. Yeah, absolutely. In our collection, we focus on five destinations. And the five destinations are Morocco, Tanzania, India, Japan, and Latin America. Each destination is what I like to call global journey through beauty. You know how the fragrance industry has the scent journey? Well, yes, yes. Beauty journey because my goal is that when you open a box, it's like you have a new destination right in front of you that you can experience. I think that our customers love that they travel a lot of times to those places so they get to take a little piece of that home. But I like to think that a lot of people that are out there that we want to reach are people who haven't gone just yet and they're curious. And so our box is a beauty discovery for them. Um, the hardest part about what we do is we want to make sure we make an impact because we don't want it to do beauty the way that business does it, where it's just not having impact in the communities. And the great thing about the travel company is that we got to meet a lot of providers that are Mm -hmm. doing these beauty rituals and beauty ingredients at the source. You know, we've been to the, those are the people we bring along on our journey when we travel. So, you know, during COVID, we didn't just want to pull put products out there in the world. We wanted each box to really represent a culture authentically, but also give back to the people we've met. I'm obsessed with that idea, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and you know, the way that we're taking it a step further is that you can't, you can't only just see it and experience, you can come with us. You know, we're doing these journeys so you can actually come with us to see the beauty of this product. You can go to the coffee farms where we source our coffee. You know, it's a lot easier said than done. And that's why we've had challenges in bringing this artisanal brand to life that does, you know, 
make a difference because it's hard when you want to make sure the money is going to the right place. But that is our mission. And, you know, we're willing to take as long as we need to, to make sure that we do it the right way that aligns with our values. Of course. I mean, that that's, that's super important. And I have to tell you, when I got my box, <laughs> I, I mean, first of all, just the, the label on the front. So I knew that when I opened it, I was going someplace. And so I started with your beauty candle and this extraordinary face oil. And, and that those products for me, when, once I used the oil, first of all, I lit the candle mm-hmm. when I began my beauty ritual um, for that evening. Yeah. You know, my cleansing, my face massage, uh, and then using that oil. And it really, um, it just sort of, it transformed me in the moment it brought me to the space. And then I also really looked at the ingredients and how it was making my skin feel. So uh, I have to say to the audience, um, when you get a box and you open it, you are really going to be transformed and you're going to be incredibly curious. Um, Stephanie, talk about some of the the serums and, and some of the actual items that are in the box. Like I got an amazing candle and of course I've started with the oils that I love, but what are some of the other things that uh, buyers and retailers can find uh, at Round the World Beauty? Absolutely. So I'll start with the box that we're really focusing on 2023 and 2024. The reason being is because we are a small business and we live in New York City where there's very limited space and of we're course. a whole new business model. You know, like I said, we we were in travel experiences. Now we're in, you know, SKUs and getting product out there to manufacturers and getting labels printed that aren't too small. And so With that came its own challenges. But what I love about our focus for 2023 is that I'm bringing it back home to Latin America. We're going to be global. That is our our soul and everything that we do. But for 2023 and 2024, we're focusing on our um, Latin collection, which is called La Vida. And what I love about it is that each product, we have an aloe and agave face serum that's already been in Birdie. It's been uh, featured on Pop Sugar. And the inspiration behind it is that aloe and agave are sourced in Mexico. And it's also what our ancestors in Peru and throughout Central and South America would use to protect themselves from the sun. So everything has a story. And I'm excited about pushing that product forward because it actually works. When you go out to the beach, when you're out in hot weather, you put it on and it just helps with rosacea. And it helps clear any redness that you have on the skin. Oh, and it's tied to our ancestral beauty rituals, right? Our candle that is going to be for the Latina um, La Vida collection is focused on Copal, Palo Santo. You know, the candle you got. Oh, was I, yes, with the Palo Santo. I love that. So we're bringing, we're really trying to niche down with this first box. We want to get it right. You know, it's we want to make sure that it's making the difference, but also embodying the rituals. So I'm excited about this one candle that's going to be absolutely beautiful, but with Palo Santo Copad, which are known to clear the space. No, no negative energy. So the ritual begins, right? Then we have this, you know, I don't know if I should talk about it, but right. one of the things that are really exciting me is our Temascali hair mask. So when you go to Mexico, when you go to places like Guatemala, Peru, there's something called a temascal, which is a steam bath that our ancestors would use to clear out space. But also they would use herbs to call in spirits to release anything that wasn't serving you. So we're working on a beautiful hair mask that can bring in all those herbs, those scents to transport you to a very mindful, holistic beauty ritual. Oh my That's God, what we're I working that. on. Yeah. And that's going to be our focus because our boxes, I want it to be a ceremonial journey because beauty is yeah. more than, than just exactly. Beauty, right? 
it's a process. So we're going to be launching one product after another that is going to take you on a beauty journey through Latin America. And I hope that we can educate our customer as well as make them feel beautiful. My goal is that they're curious to know more and that maybe they're willing to travel with us back to the places that these products are inspired by. Yeah, that uh, that hair mask, like sign me up. It's a um, I love the ideal of the herbs and, and really, uh, you know, I'm really into sort of clearing out space and you're able to create that. And I, I the fact that you are doing that through a global lens of beauty and incorporating wellness is deeply enlightening and very, very inspiring. And I think that uh, the market is primed. Uh, people are searching for more clarity uh, in their lives. Uh, they're searching for balance. And I think that beauty uh, along with food really is that compass uh, that we need to be looking as a guide. And so I'm really excited about the products that are coming. Um, I love to talk about retailers, buyers, and beauty enthusiasts uh, in further experiencing uh, the ATW world. Our company has been around for 10 years. I can't even believe it. The mission, the idea wow. started. Incredible. And as we've done events where we've partnered up with different beauty brands, different destinations like the Alchemist Kitchen, like ABC Kitchen, where we could bring our audience to experience global beauty that they already had there. Because our whole thing is we want people to be curious and travel with us um, to different places, whether it's New York or whether it's Asia. Um, I would say that what, you know, what we see possible right now is we're really trying to get this brand going. So our beauty boxes right now are sold online. Um, we are rebranding everything to get it to a place where it can get into the retailers where I'm proud to say like, this is what you need, you know, but we have our challenges like any small business, especially as a woman of color, you know, financial, we have, you know, setbacks and it's a journey. I'm on yeah. my own beauty journey. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> and it's exhausting, but I wouldn't change it one bit because I find it to be very magical to be immersed in this idea of global beauty culture. Yeah. You know, we're working on creating more content so we can connect to our consumer to show what we're capable of doing to build yeah. expertise and to expand the mind of the buyers on what's possible when it comes to the beauty conversation. Yes, foundation will always sell and lipstick's going to sell. And we're going to get there too one day. Yeah. Um, we have to start the foundation and that's bringing people together and bringing people into the conversation. So I'm hoping that that sparks interest as I share on social media. Um, we're working on like a YouTube series where we're starting in New York City to go into different neighborhoods, talking about beauty through founders that are my friends and people who are representing diversity and beauty. So yeah. I'm excited about that. So I would say stay tuned to all of the Instagram, all of the YouTube and purchase one of our beauty boxes because that is the, the way to go on an experience with us first and then just watch us as we grow. I'd love to move on to talk about New York now. Okay. Uh, First, we'll talk about a little bit of summer 2022, uh, because this is where we met. And what a day, what a very, very special day indeed for me personally. We were destined uh, to meet and have the incredible conversation that has inspired us being here. Um, you joined uh, me in my booth, Narratives and Journeys in Global Handmade, uh, where we highlight social impact. And uh, that was our moment. And we connected. And um what inspired you to attend the show and what, what were the destinations within uh, the show that you, that 
were most impactful for you? Because uh, you did a wonderful caption of coverage. And uh, I know that that day was deeply inspiring for you uh, as a journalist and also as a founder of a brand. So I'd love to talk a little bit about that. It was, you know, it was life changing. It was life changing to attend New York now. It was life changing yes. to see your booth. It was life changing to meet you as well because oh, you are. I said that when I met you because it was good to know that I'm not alone. And what triggered me in New York now was because I, I saw that there was artisanal goods and I heard that you could go there to kind of showcase your brand and meet buyers, but buyers that care about social impact and making a yeah. difference. So I was curious about that. But when I entered, whoa, like I have chills <laughs> right now just talking about it because I was like, this is my world. These are my people. You said that, yeah. I was taking pictures and recording and <laughs> I, I can cry because you, you know that you have this passion, you want to do something with it, you want to make a difference, but you don't know how to do it. And you enter this space where people are doing it. They're doing it. They're making yeah. their beautiful pottery with gold. They are making, you know, they're pulling artisanal like artists from all around their, like, you know, their country and building fashion lines and carpets. And, yes. and I'm just like, and there's diversity everywhere. Yeah. And yeah. it allowed me to dream bigger. And so like, oh. it allowed me to say what I want is not crazy. I can, <laughs> I can do this. Yes, you can. Uh, it gave me a handful of resources that fueled Everything you just heard of, of what's next for me, it fueled that. It fueled those ideas. And not only that, it gave me opportunities to meet people who I could collaborate with in the future like this. Yes. It gave me ideas of where I wanted to go five years from now on what's possible. So to me, it was just, I, I, I don't know. I was just overwhelmed, mm -hmm. but in the most powerful way. I am super excited for audiences to meet you at Winter Market, February the 5th through the 8th. Uh, I love to announce here that Stephanie will be joining us in booth 509, uh, Journeys and Narratives in Global Handmade. You'll have an opportunity to meet her. Uh, there's a meetup and you can hear all about her brand. You should be connecting with her. She is a person that should be in your circle. And for retailers and buyers, she is the person that you want to talk to about forward trends, what's happening in beauty and wellness uh, to get her, her scope, her insight, and also hear about her incredible brand and how wonderful it would be on the shelves uh, at your stores. Uh, with that said, Stephanie, a global beauty expert, a world traveler, um, having the experience of so many cultures through the lens of beauty, um, what has been some of your most impactful learning, you know, maybe your top three that you can share with our audience that they should be thinking about? I would say that my top three moments is think think outside of what we consider beauty to be um, and think about how to fill the curiosity of what calls us and moves us forward mm. you know a lipstick is not just a lipstick it's been a symbol of power here in America it's been a symbol of beauty in the Amazon where they used to decorate their bodies tell the story of how it's connected to all of us it's like the thread that makes us all feel something. So I would say that in regards to thinking about, you know, beauty and forward thinking, it's think about the deeper story and the people that it impacts at the end of it. So I want to say, continue to take chances, continue to explore the world, continue to make sure that your, your purchase matters, your eye matters, and continue to find beauty in yourself. 
Because the more beauty that you find here, you can see it. If you can't feel it, you can't see it. And when you can't see it, you can't love others the way that they can love you. So my invitation with anyone that wants to do beauty, anyone that wants to do food is bring it to the table yeah. like you do. You know, oh, yeah. Absolutely. No, a really, really good message. And I, and for buyers, it's, you know, t- sometimes taking a chance, as you mentioned, on products and thinking about, you know, that new customer demographic. So I think that was excellent advice. And it was so personalized because you've been walking through this journey. I'd love to talk about emerging global beauty trends because this is really something important for buyers and retailers uh, attending uh, New York now and and at large. Um, What are the most, what are the things that you're most excited about in clean ingredients in 2023? I know that you uh, talk often and it's a part of your brand ethos, sustainability, social impact, and being conscious in beauty. Uh, What are, again, some of those clean ingredients that buyers should be looking for uh, in, in the new year? Absolutely. So what we're seeing in the market, especially when it comes to clean beauty, is that people are wanting it more than ever. We're starting to see and feel that there are people that in our our circles that are starting to get sick and we don't understand why. Like, you know, it's just happening all around us 24-7. And so we are asking those questions of like, is there something that I'm doing that is not working for my higher purpose? You know, am I using a product that's going to get me sick? Or am I using something that's going to end up in the water that then I'm going to be drinking? So all these questions are being asked heavily in the beauty space. So for anyone looking for what brands are going to be coming, you want to start looking at, do they have a mission when it comes to making sure that their products are clean? We're seeing a huge movement when it comes to independent small business owners like myself, who are putting a spotlight on their culture. You know, we're no longer living in a place where There's no face to the brand. The founders are the face of their brand, their stories, their ancestral wisdom, their generational rituals and traditions. They're bringing all that. So when when people are leaning into their grandmother's pantry, they're (laughs) moringa, we're finding aloe, we're finding cacao. And we're starting to explore all these ingredients that have been shown before in beauty products, but have not been spotlighted in the way that it has in this 2020 reality. And that's what I love about what's happening is that independent women who are, you know, nurses turn, you know, influencers, these women are now sharing what they've been doing for years and it really is taking off. And so when you're looking at what's trending, look at the founder, but also look at their traditions of what they're sharing, because most likely it's not just a founder story. It's a, it's a story of her mother, her grandmother and beyond. So there's a lot there, but definitely Moringa is on, you know, there's a, a brand that I love that is just honoring all the 54, you know, places in Africa and sharing those stories. Morocco is a hotspot. So like I'm seeing Rasul Clay for the first yes, time. Exactly. Soap, and I'm just like, wow, like it is, but it's telling the story of where it comes from rather than just focusing on the benefits. So a lot of storytelling, I would say. Yeah, I, I I definitely, I know that, you know, when I'm looking at ingredients, you know, it, it matters because as you said, people are, uh, customers are looking more at labels. You know, we are more conscious about what we put on our skin. We're conscious about what we're eating. And I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I know that uh, France has done its first, that it's coming for 2023, um, their first um, kind of um, 
regulation around uh, sustainability and labeling, uh, more transparency. Uh, and, and that is something to be really excited about because, you know, there was a time uh, in the beauty industry as well as food where um, the vitamin market, anything's on there and what can you verify? And I always say that when you're looking at ingredients on a product, it needs to be something you need to be able to pronounce a few things. Uh, if there are terms that you don't recognize that feel like chemicals and, and medical uh, terms, then it is something that buyers, you need to examine that uh, because the more that you can do for your customer prior to bringing things to the shelves, the more authentic and connective conversations that you can have about, as you mentioned, things that are familiar. Uh, many of the the ingredients that are, that are generational were tossed aside and we thought, a lot of new technology, but some of it was very chemical based. And that change um, has made a difference. And so people are delighted to read and go, oh, cacao, oh, aloe, oh, clay. Um, and if it is something that's unfamiliar, they're able to, as you mentioned, attach it to a culture. Oh, this is used in Morocco. This has been used for generations, or this is this, you know, from Aztec culture in Mexico. Um, it's nice to kind of make those connections uh, in dots. Um, I, for, for, Buyers and retailers that are looking at expanding their category, uh, say if you have a retailer that has not uh, delved uh, into beauty and wellness for the shelves, or again, uh, buyers who have it on their shelves, what's a good way to introduce uh, beauty in terms of assortments? Um, are there certain product categories that would be a good idea to perhaps start with? Absolutely. I always say the easiest um, way to enter is always skincare and body because people are using products in in the bathroom. They're looking for sprays and mists. I, I really believe that the easiest way is definitely is always skincare and body because people want to experience. They're open to they're open to more sense. They're open to more texture versus their beauty regimen where it's like they're set on their beauty products. You know, something new. They're not not sure if they want to try red lipstick. They're not sure they want to try color mascara just yet. So I think skincare allows for more opportunity for people to try and again, meet their curiosity. Um, yeah. I think that's definitely an opportunity right there. Wow. Uh, um, as we begin to bring our conversation to a close, you and I could just talk forever, but I've got, um, I, you know, any kind of advice that I can get from you. You're a celebrity makeup artist. You're, you're a world traveler. Uh, beauty rituals are your life and learning about the cultures uh, that have brought them forth. So uh, can you give us one uh, game-changing uh, beauty ritual that you embraced uh, in global beauty in one of your journeys? Absolutely. Well, it's one of my favorites. And my last name is Flor, right? And it means oh, flower yes. in, um, in Spanish. And you know, it's funny. I grew up in America where they would call it floor, like the floor. So it wasn't as I I try to spin it now Uh about it, but flowers and bathing have been cross-cultural for many generations. And I first learned about bathing, um, in Morocco with the hammam, right. And the power of just not, you know, bathing is a ritual. It's something where you connect with water. That's a purification tool for thousands of years from the Bible to everything around us. So Water has always been a very consistent marker of culture and purification and sacredness. And so it is one of my favorite global beauty rituals where I love bathing. I love the idea that you can bathe in the hammam or you can bathe in a river for cleansing. You can bathe at home if you make it into a ritual with a candle and with some products. You And, you know, being of Latin America, 
the temascar and the sacred baths are so essential, connecting to something bigger than just the moment, right? It's you have that moment, but there's a moon out there, there's stars, or you have a morning bath where it's connected to the sun. So I love the idea of bathing. And that I would say is my favorite because I've experienced it in Japan. Yeah. in Korea with all those incredible um, bat scrubs that they do on your body um, in India as well, uh, you know, dipping in the, ga- in the mama gang- ganji for cleansing. There's so much that water represents around the world and water's within us, right? So I would say that's always going to be one of my favorite beauty rituals is the, idea- is the visual and the experience of a bath. And if you want to connect it to the hammam, or you want to connect it to, you know, Latin American rituals with sacred bathing and flowers, water is powerful. I like that ritual. And I I know that the audience too uh, will be inspired by that. Um, I'd love to do a, uh, as we begin to come to wrap up, um, to come back to, you know, just those, those top three things that the audience can look forward to uh, in 2023 with around the world beauty. Absolutely. So definitely look forward to our Latin beauty box collection called La Vida. It's going to Oh, it's going to take everything out of me, out of these ideas and out of the rituals that I've experienced. I'm excited about bringing this brand forward because it's going to tell the story of Latin beauty and not in the context that we know of it. You know, it's it's in the context of all the countries and what they bring and the beauty of their ingredients, their rituals and their stories. So I'm very excited about that launch and it's going to be so beautiful. Like I can feel the packaging in my hand. So get excited about that, you know, get excited about all the social media content that we're going to be sharing. I want to bring people on a journey right now. Travel is expensive. It's so expensive right now. So I want to share with you all the beauty that exists out there one destination at a time. To learn more about Stephanie and her company, Around the World Beauty, visit AroundTheWorldBeautyJourneys.com and follow her on Instagram at Stephanie Floor. Follow Around the World Beauty on Instagram at ATW Beauty. Thank you for listening to the New York Now podcast. Make sure to tune in weekly for engaging and insightful conversations, touching on the most relevant topics facing our community today. Visit NewYorkNow.com to learn more about our market and how you can join in on the conversation.